stay tight-mouthed the way she does. Let me tell you, there's a woman who rides a high horse, acting like the rest of us aren't good enough to know her. Only one part of the neighborhood hearsay going around about Miss Shaw didn't match up with the stories of Miss Shaw's grace, beauty, and superiority. Marianne Thompson made a vow to me once that she'd seen Miss Shaw sneaking around in the shadows of the town cemetery, She'd been hiding behind trees, Marianne insisted, and taking careful steps through the fallen leaves so as not to make any sound with her high-heeled shoes and glancing around stealthily to make certain nobody saw her. She'd been looking around for a grave, Marianne said, and when she found the one she was looking for, it didn't have a stone. Marianne had seen Miss Shaw stoop to the ground and wipe the dead leaves from a smooth patch of dirt and place her gloved hand atop the dry mound. She held her hand to the ground for the longest time, Marianne declared, like she expected to feel a heartbeat. These are the things I knew for sure about Miss Shaw from my own observance. She arrived at Shaw Jewelers before nine every morning, leaving plenty of time to polish the counters and arrange the pearls on the headless necks in the window before the store opened. She wore pumps that reminded me of the ones I'd seen once when Mama took me to the A&P supermarket, the pretend princess shoes you could buy on the toy aisle, with plastic jewels across the toes and soles so stiff and curved that they arched your feet like a ballerina. Every time I saw her, I wanted to stare seeing how she held herself. To this day, I'll bet Miss Shaw practiced balancing books on her head while she walked around her house in those beautiful shoes. And this one last important thing I knew about her. No one ever saw Miss Opal Shaw without her white Sunday gloves on, tiny buttons fastened against the soft underside of her wrists. She wore her gloves no matter if she was counting inky receipts or downshifting her Cadillac convertible or presenting diamonds to a customer. What you have to know is this. South St. Louis is not a place you'd want to wear white Sunday gloves on any other day of the week. But I'd best get back to the penny. I discovered Grace Kelly movies that summer mostly because the Fox Theater had refrigerated air. The sign proclaimed, in frozen-painted letters, air cooled, with white X's to look like sparkles and icicles hanging from the A and the C. The Fox was so fancy that after you paid at the box office, you got to pick any one of a dozen gleaming doors to walk through. We lived upstairs in a two-story flat on Wyoming Street, in a neighborhood where the buildings had been wedged much too close together. What had started as red brick, weathered and coated with coal soot, was now the color of brown rust. When the hot air rose, our rooms soaked up heat like an oven. The flat belonged to Daddy, and we could have lived downstairs if he'd wanted, but he reminded Mama every time she asked that he could get higher rent by keeping the paying tenants in the cooler rooms downstairs. My big sister's temper matched the heat that July. Jean paced the house, as restless as the lynx that prowled its cage at the zoo, and about as moody, too. You could almost see the room get darker when she entered the door. 
Jean, almost four years my senior, had graduated early. There wasn't a fourth grade one year, so the school board made it up by dividing the smart third graders from the ones who weren't so well off in that department. Jean acted like she'd won a Nobel Prize or something, when all she'd done was show up and go where they told her. Still, if I'd been in that class, they would have left me in the third grade, and Jean knew it. She bragged about moving up all the time. I guess I understood why. Sometimes, to survive Daddy's meanness, we got along best by acting too big for our britches. Jean's secretarial school would start in two months. Lately, Mama had begun making off-handed suggestions about Jean taking me for an outing. You go off to be a secretary soon, Jean, and you won't have time left to pal around with your sister, Mama would say as carefully as if she were tiptoeing on shattered...